leave a message after the tone. Hey, CK. Hey, Daddy. I was just wondering when I could see you again. Give me a call and let me know. Hey, TK, it's Carmen, baby. How are you? I know you're busy, but I miss you, papi. Te quiero ver. Hey, TK. I'm calling you. I was thinking about you. I'm hoping that I get a call back. It's been on my mind. So, um, you know, it's your girl from Detroit. Give me back when you get a chance, okay? Talk to you later. What's up, everybody? It's comedian T.K. Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. T.K. Kirkland is the philosopher. T to the motherfucking K is my philosophy. T to the motherfucking K. What's going on, man? What up, family? Man, nah, shit, man. So listen, before we start, what side of your face? Do you have your phone on? Oh, on the right side? I want you Is to check the left side of your motherfucking face. <laughs> the fuck you doing, dog? How you going to go to college and go get a girl pregnant? Man. What the so, like, fuck, yo? I know. I done, I done graduated, then, then moved back home and messed around and got her pregnant. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Give me a minute, sir. Got a job my head. Cause... I know. And then, you know, the worst part, every episode where you be saying, oh, make sure you do this. And every time you tell a, a nigga, what side you got the phone on, slap yourself. I just be shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> I be shaking a... my head like he need to be telling me that shit. <laughs> Man, how how many weeks she pregnant? Oh, no, nah, she done have the baby. My son, eight months. Okay. Okay. Y'all live together together or how's that going? Nah, so uh I'm in the process of buying a home. I'm in escrow right now. Right. And and I uh uh just waiting to close. But she got a she got an apartment and uh but before that I was staying with my grandma, you know, waiting mm-hmm. to because uh, I was looking for a house. Right. And so she they was like, I'll oh, just stay here till you get uh you know, enough money to get the the house 'cause I have the job. I just okay. need to save up the money for the, you know, down payment and stuff. Right. So, yeah, so then I I got that now. But uh, I had been staying in her crib, you know. Uh, well, she asked me to come help out with the baby and stuff. I was staying at my grandma's. Right. And then, so when I went over there to, like, help out and stuff, now and then, like, we just been arguing back and forth about everything. So then, like, probably last week, I broke up with her. Okay. But she, okay. uh... She trying to, uh, really, I was listening to the damn podcast, and that shit damn isn't helping the nigga. But, so I, but I just broke up with her like two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, because we went on okay. a cruise to the Bahamas with my family. Right. And she, uh, man, we argued the whole time. Man, so you got a high-ass phone bill coming if you argue her in the Bahamas. Oh, no, nah, she was with us. My parents, my parents, so parents paid for all of us to go, me, oh, aunt, me her, my brothers, you feel me? And then she got another son. My parents paid for her son, her. Okay, so, so you come all... from a good family. You come from a good yeah. family. Mm-hmm. How old are you? 27. You're 27. How old is the girl? Uh, 27. She's a month uh, younger than me. Okay, so here's my thing. Well, first, let me ask you this. How did your mom and dad feel about it? 
Uh, well, me and my mom, cause my mom was, you know, I was with my, it was just me and my mom till I was like twelve. That's when she okay. got my stepdad. So me and my mom super close, you know. So my mom right. usually she used to knowing any girl I'm really talking to, like a girlfriend and stuff. So she was shocked really when she heard she was pregnant. She was like, "What?" And so she basically was just like, uh, "So before you before you do anything and all that, just make sure you get a paternity test and all that." Right. So that's how she kind of took it. Like now, what did like, your stepdad say? Is this is that your dad or your stepdad? That's my stepdad. Okay, and what did he say? Uh, he was just like, uh, he was basically like, are you serious? He was like, man, he was just kind of disappointed, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like, man, you know, came this far, you know, just to have this happen. Like, man, right, right, right. And shit. I'm like, yeah, I know. Okay, now do you know your real dad? Yeah, 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 yeah. And what did I he did. say? Man, the, the funny thing is, so before I tell my dad that the girl pregnant, right, literally the girl pregnant, she's like three months pregnant. I'm at my dad's house chilling because he's like, more like the, uh, the bachelor dad, you know. Right. His spot, the chill spot, turn up over there, you know, have whatever you want, basically. So I'm, I'm over there chilling with him. And we drinking. He said, man, I done got a girl pregnant. Same why he's going through the same thing. Your dad? My real dad. He done had a son that's a month. So I got a brother now that's a month older than my son. <laughs> Some crazy shit up. How old is that? Uh, 50. Uh, 50 something. Okay. Like Let's go back with this. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how life is. How life is. See, your dad, 55, having a baby is going to extend his life. See, him having a baby at that age is going to make him live longer. Trust me, because he's still a player. Yep. He's still a player. He, he's shaving. He's looking good. He's smelling good. He, he likes young women. And yep. he probably don't even look his age. Nope. <laughs> he don't. He probably don't look his age. And some of the girls you know might like his ass because he got, he got something about him that's just like he got his shit together, but he really don't have his shit together. Does that make sense? Yeah, nah, you right on. Shit. You know? Right on. So, so, you know, women looking at him like he got his shit together until they have a baby by him. And then they're like, what the fuck was I thinking? Because those type of guys got charm. And debonair about just something about them. They know how to woo the panties right off a of bitch. Your yeah. situation, though, see, your, 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 your map was already made for you. You wasn't supposed to have no children. Now, this girl who's arguing with you every day doesn't see your greatness or your true potential. But I gotta play devil's advocate and just give you a little bit more her, your her side, you know. Okay, go ahead. Just so I can give you the whole picture. Yeah. But so, so anyway, so basically, I'm talking. I'm chilling with her, talking with her, like uh, almost two years ago, and then uh, so this is like right before my son, uh, you know, right before she got pregnant, basically, because I was only messing with her like three months before she got pregnant. Okay? Damn. Mm-hmm. But I knew her since I was in high school, you know. It's like okay. We got mutual friends and shit, so I knew her. I didn't mess with her in high school. I just knew her. Right. Then, uh, so, anyways, long story short, I'm t- I'm talking to her, telling her, you know, I don't, I don't want no girlfriend right now, da 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 da. But we chilling, you know, drinking, hand getting lit. Right. And you still fucking, man. You still, still fucking. Still hitting. 
Yep, mm-hmm. still hidden, uh, which is cool because she knows she was cool. She was with that part. Right. And shit, I'm, you know, just tripping. We both tripping. Well, really, I'm tripping because shit, I'm, you know, hitting with no condom and shit, not really right, doing what I'm yep. supposed to be doing. That's right. But really, it was on some ran out of condoms type shit, like, fuck it. You know, it wasn't just like, though, I ain't but got that. Like, but how was yeah. your lower back, though? Are you huh? purple? Are nah. you purple? You're in a wheelchair? Nah, hell nah. Your knees are strong? Oh, yeah. So your pull-out game should have been on point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm asking, did you have a problem with your back? Like, did you get off by this motherfucker? You're just lazy. But go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got me. I can't even say that. <laughs> I don't know if I, if I was lazy or if I was just loaded feeling it. Like, oh, this you is You lazy, nigga. You wasn't <laughs> thinking about your future. And you let think about this nothing. girl, this crazy girl, she's going to be controlling your life. Not controlling it, but she's going to be a thorn in your fucking ribs for the rest of your damn life. Go ahead. You tell me about her. Yeah, so, okay. So, so, uh, so anyway, I, I'm telling her, uh, you know, whatever, so. I told her, you know, from the jump, you know, we're not in no relationship, so she knew that. And then, long story short, she get pregnant. But, like, you know, I'm telling her at first, like, you know, what you going to do? You know, I told you I don't want no relationship and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, you're going to see about getting an abortion. I was like, I'll pay for it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, she was just like, oh, no, I'm not doing no abortion, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I ain't doing that. So I'm like, ah, like what? Like I told you from the jump, but I'm like, I can't force you to do that, you know. But I ain't gonna lie, right. I'm not. Like I'm mad, so like I ain't being, I wasn't being like the nicest to her and then like that. You feel me? Like I wasn't coming around her all. The, she mad because I wasn't coming around her like every day and stuff. But mm-hmm. like I'm like I'm here, you feel me? But I, I wasn't coming around her every day, so it would be like every couple days a week or something like that. Right. And so she, so she basically like be feeling like I abandoned her during the pregnancy, mm-hmm. but I wasn't there every day before, so I just. Like, I, I ain't abandoned her, you know? It was the same right. thing from the beginning, but, like, to her, I abandoned her. Like, I was supposed to step up to her, she said, but I don't know Which if is, she got pregnant. Here's, so here's what I'm going to tell you. If you had talked to me before she got pregnant, I'd have told you a whole other different story, right? Right. But now the baby is here, and you got to get you got to keep her mentally at peace, even if you still want to do your thing, and that's what I want you to do. This weekend, I want you to get her some flowers and take her to dinner. You can probably do it tomorrow and take her to dinner. And all I want you to do is apologize. I want you to say, listen, I apologize for being asked. I apologize for being disrespected to the mother of my child. And this will never happen again. I'm not saying we're in a relationship. I'm just saying I'm just going to be a more of a man in this relationship towards my child and you, long as you don't never try to take advantage of me, long as you don't never try to play me because you see I'm trying to be this man and you try to manipulate me. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, it does. You know, because, see, sometimes you can show so much love and a girl will see there's a weakness and take advantage of you. See, I don't want you to do that. I want you to set down the rules, the guidelines on how you guys are going to move forward from here. And it's not want you sometimes to keep the same pattern that you have now. You come around once in a while, but call every day to make sure that she's okay 
and to make sure the baby's okay. Because this is her first kid, right? No, it's her second kid. She already had one. She had one already. She, yeah, she got an eight-year-old. Okay, she got an eight-year-old. And was how was that? Is that baby daddy in her his life? Nah, he's not. Like okay, he, so got, you, I think she get like child support, but he don't really be around. Yeah. Me. So what you yeah. gotta do is be a gentleman to her other child and a great dad to your child. And when you bring something for your baby, you, it ain't got to be the same exact thing. It ain't got to be the same price. But you got to bring something for the other child, too. I don't give a fuck if sneakers on sale. I don't care if it's something from Walmart, as long as it looks nice. And give it to the baby as well. Because what's 20 $30, you buy that as a, as a drink, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. But it's, it, it's called karma, though. And what you're doing is you're building up your credit so one day you can cash that in. One day down the line, the karma is going to see that you've been out here doing good things and it's going to save your life. You're going to be able to cash it in for what I'm, about to, what I'm telling you. So you're going to the, uh, run. I've been, I've been, you know, I've been around because, you know, for the, so basically the last six months, we've been, you know, we, I've been trying, you know, to be with her and shit. So I've been there every right. day, you feel me, the last six months. Okay. And then, but, and then, but like, that's when we've been arguing and shit, but she's trying to say like, well, she says she's depressed or whatever. She was depressed the last six months from like postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. She's saying I wasn't like, you know, the nicest to her while, while she was pregnant and stuff. Which is true. I wasn't the, like I didn't come around every day or whatever. Like I wasn't right. like hella rude, but I just wasn't around every day, mm-hmm. like how she wanted. And so like, yeah, so she, something you could do about that now. Sorry to interrupt. There's nothing no, no. you can do about that now. She's about to grow up and get past that shit and not hold that over your head. But what we're gonna do is, men, we're gonna apologize to her and say you're sorry about that, but you gotta let that go. And stop bringing that up, holding over my head, because I'm trying to raise a great child with you. Yep. You see, you yep. don't say you not don't say family, because family then, you're, then that means you're all together. No, see, that's that's how she. Right. Oh, you're no. Breaking up the family because when I broke up, you breaking up the family, and and then like so basically when we broke up, she tried and like basically make me uh take her other son, you know, when when his dad don't answer, like, oh, like, you know, when I'm when I'm getting mine or whatever. Like, oh, can you watch him? Then she basically like, oh, well, I can't work if you don't watch him. But I'm like, I'm I'm not the only person, you know, that could watch him. Like, before before I was around, other people were watching him, you know, like her grandparents and stuff, or her right. mom and stuff like that. So her grandparents now they, could watch your kid and her other child? No, 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 no. She, uh, they never watch mine. Uh, my grandma watched mine, and you know. Okay. Like I, I'm with mine all the time, so like. You know, right. We cool, on, we cool on that level. Like I, I can't stand on her like that. She like, she don't be tripping like with my son like that. She let me right. see him whenever and all that. So I'm grateful for that, but I just don't be like in that. You know, she make it seem like I'm like breaking up the family because we breaking up. Like, like I don't know. Like it's the so end the, of the uh, world. The arguing turned you off from her, though, correct? Yeah. Yeah, see, women don't understand. If you argue, you could be the finest motherfucking girl on earth. If you argue with a nigga for a long time, you don't even look at her the same anymore. And that's what she's saying now, because she's saying, like, oh, like, I'm better now. I'm in a positive space now. But she was like, you come at me with, like, the same energy or whatever. Like, you just don't really want to talk to me and all that. 
And I'm like, well, really, honestly, I'm telling her, like, I ain't really over it. Like, how you just woke up? Because she basically talked to, like, a therapist for, like, two days and was like, okay, I'm good now. But I'm like, I ain't <laughs> over it like that. Like, she's trying to right. think she's good, you know, from, like, last week. But I'm like, I'm not over it like that. Like, right, you, exactly. you let it go like that. But then she's, but like, what you have to, say, to like, do, oh, breaking up the family. Yeah, and, like, what you have to do, like what you have to do, take her to dinner. And even, we're going to put it like this, we're... We're going to keep it 99 right now because sometimes you got to lie, right? Right. What you're going to do is you're going to take her to dinner and you got to tell her you got to give me time to see if I can rekindle the love that I have for you. I'm not saying that it's over. I'm not saying we're going to be still be together. I just need time to regroup to get my mind right because arguing and yelling, that's not part of my DNA. I can't do that. I don't, you see, I got my son with me all the time. You know, you never have a problem with that. You got to take care of my son. But as far as us, as far as us just being friends, I want you to give me some time because I can't do the argument because it burnt me out. Just let her know that, and if she starts to raise her voice, whatever, so see, this is what I'm talking about. I don't mean to be rude. Can I call you back tomorrow? And just hang the phone up and get off the phone. Whenever she starts giving an argument, you have to say to her, um, oh, I think somebody's, somebody's calling me. Well, I got to take this call. I'm teaching you little tricks so yeah. the momentum won't build when she starts. Like, when you see it start coming, you got to get off the phone, something came up, and you'll call it back, but you don't call it back. Right. Call it the next day. Because she's young. Some girls, when they're young, just be arguing because she's probably seen her mother do it. Oh, young. man, she didn't say it. That's like, she didn't say stuff like that. Like, you know, like, I didn't see my mom and dad argue like this and that. And, you know, they still together, but I'm like, I'm not trying to be like that. Like, I mean, not, not like them, because they got a good relationship, like, from what I've seen, what I've seen you know. Right. And what she talk, how she talked about it when she was coming up, it wasn't so smooth like that, you know, or whatever I, you know, whatever I see, it wasn't really like that coming up for her or whatever. So the way she make it seem, and I'm like, well, I'm not trying to be going through the same thing, you know. That's she's right. mimicking the same thing. Right. That she's saying she changed and stuff after a week, and she's trying to try, like, let's try again, let's try again. I'm like, I've been trying the last six months. Mm-hmm. But to her, she's like, well, we ain't really been trying because we've both been arguing, and we ain't let, like, we ain't let the grudges go or whatever from the uh, when I was pregnant. And stuff now, what like are, now, what's the arguments about? It's, about? it's not about no other girl, right? No cheating. Nah, 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 nah okay. Nah, nah. So she's just not. mad because you didn't, she didn't, you didn't do what she thought you should have been doing. Like spending and, uh, time anything her. like oh man that's the number one thing like because like she worked on the weekends like a uh, friday night and saturday night and then sunday morning or whatever mm-hmm. so like i uh she worked every other weekend like that so then like i wa- I was watching the kids you know every weekend like that right and then, like her her son though would go somewhere every uh, you know not every weekend i won't watch it but every you know every couple weekends i'm watching her son and mine you know and then during the week, she go to work, too. I'm watching them. You know, when I get off, I'm watching them. So, like, I'm watching them. But then, like, when I try and go somewhere, she be, oh, what time are you going to get back? How long are you going to be I'm like, well, when you go somewhere, I don't do you like that. Right, like, you know, I right. Let you, I tell you, have fun, enjoy your time, you know. But then when it comes to me, she, what time, like, what time are you coming back and all that? I'm like, dang. Like, I don't okay. do you like that. But then, like, right. something like that or, like, her, like her, she got a big family, so, like, around the, like, 
Christmas time, they was having events like every weekend, you know, back to back to back. So mm-hmm. if I'm like, okay, I go to one, I'm like, oh, I ain't going to go to this one. She, oh, you never want to go with me nowhere. Like, you know, make a big scene like that. I'm like, I just went to like three of them back to back. Man, she's like a handful. It's not her, yo. It's not you. It's not her. It's how she was raised. And that's nothing you could do about how they was raised because those 12 years or 15, 20-something years is hard when you wasn't around. You understand? Mm-hmm. So you, however you raised in your home, that's what the girl or son emulates when they become older. If a man is emotional or sensitive, the dad was probably a bitch or the dad wasn't around, he took that DNA from his mother's side of the family. So he's a strong-looking dude, but he emotional. So the bitch is looking at him like, I'm the one that's supposed to be mad and acting like a female. You more bitch than me. So with her, she saw her mother acting a certain way, emotional all her life, arguing all the damn time, but you're the wrong person. You're not built. You're not from that cloth. Nah. And see, women through life don't know much about men. See, our whole life, men have studied women. Well, we know when they get mad, you get flowers, you talk to them a certain way, you do this. But yeah. when men are upset, right, women don't know the strategy. They just keep coming. They just keep coming at you, keep coming at you. Not knowing, shut up, let me be quiet, let me give him his space. Originally, that's what I told her. I told her, I was like, I'm like, I'm just tired of arguing. Like, I just need my space. But then, like, every other day, she's still like, oh, like, like it's better now. Like, come back. I'm like, like, look, I just told you I need my space. Mm-hmm. And you still text me while I'm at work. Like, you're doing the same right. stuff, but saying it's different, you know? And I'm right. telling you, like, when I'm at work, I'm at work, you know? I'm not, like, if it's an emergency, yeah, I'm like, you know, hit me up. Right. But I'm working. I'm, I'm, I don't just, like, sit at a kiosk or something, you know. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm an accountant, so I got to pay attention to what I'm doing. Right. But what you have to do, I'm saying, like, cut your phone off. I want you to start cutting your phone off. And on your lunch break, turn it back on to see if it's important message. Because if it's important, they'll leave you a message. Yeah, you're right. You know, if it's important, they'll leave you a message or a text. But start cutting your phone off. See, in life... You got to come up with different strategies to win. You got to plan to win, right? So since right. you're that kind of person, just cut your phone off. That's it. Now, let's say she down the line. She said, "Why do you keep cutting your phone off?" So you know what? I'm just at work. It's just really hectic, hectic, and I don't want to get behind. But if it's important, just leave me a message. And when I'm done, I promise you, I'll call you back. You know, that's all you got to tell us. If it's important, as soon as I'm done, I'll call you back. I just have to focus on my job because I'm trying to get a promotion. So you can hit it with that. I'm trying to get a promotion, and I got to yeah. really focus, and I don't want to have my phone on because my supervisor, um, they keep coming around and talking to me. And when you call sometimes or text me, my phone is going off, and I'm in competition with other employees at my job, and I really want to get this promotion. So I cut my phone off to show respect to the job and respect to myself. That way you can have peace of mind as well. That's true. That's true. I think the hardest part is because, like, if I try and 
whenever I do try and, like, move on or something, you know, she's she hit me with the, making me feel bad and crying and all that. I'm like, look, come on, I'm leaving her behind because, you know, I'm getting the house. Well, I'm an escrow for the house, so I'm still right. complete yet, but... Like, to her, I done got it, you know. But I'm still going through the, you know, through the paperwork and mm-hmm. stuff. I, ain't, I don't have no keys yet. Yeah. So but what like, you uh, have to do is her, you have to pacify her. Listen to what I'm telling you. You have to pacify her. But be honest at the same time. Since I think, just like we said, I think things are going to work out. You just got to let me work hard and get my home together. So just in case if we do get together, I have a place to bring you. But I can't bring you in my life if you're going to bring all this negativity because I need my world to be positive. See, what men, see, give me an example. If this woman wasn't in your life, do you know how much more successful you would be? Yeah. Because she's a distraction. See, you you working hard, but your subconscious and your conscience is thinking about her all the time because she's a negative. She's a cancer, and she's growing in your body, and you got a baby with her, and the fucking baby's only eight months. Yep. So and you got to get her. you got to take one day at a time with her. And I just be feeling bad, too, because, cause like, really, like, you know, I was asking her about the abortion or whatever, and, now that no, you did the right my thing. Here, now that my son here, he's still like, I, even though like you know he threw me off course, he's still the best. Like you know, that's still the best thing ever. Like, let me tell you I about do. the answer to children. You ready? Mm-hmm. Children are the best thing in the world when you meet them because it's a great thing. But you can't miss something you never met. My point is, she got abortion. Yep. You still would have been okay. Yeah, you right. I mean, I know you're you right. Okay. You still, you still would have been all right. But the baby's here, and people say the right thing because that's the right thing to say. But here's the thing about life. If your baby's not planned, your child is the memory of the mistake that you made by not properly having the baby when you're supposed to. So when you see, when people have children, and your baby might be struggling, or the baby came at a different time in your life, you're reminded for the rest of your life that you didn't do this the right way. Yeah. So you didn't want to have a baby with her because she's the wrong person to have a baby with. But sometimes in life, sometimes you've got to go through that type of person to have the son that you want. That's the trade-off sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Because, like, I got a, um, my daughter, me and her mom don't get along, but my daughter said this to me. She said, Dad, maybe you had to go through her to have me. And I love my baby. She looked just like me. So I get it. But I know at the same time, sometimes I say it, and I had them laughing, my kids laughing. I'm like, I should have pulled out. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I should have pulled out. Like, when I be taking these trips around the world sometimes, dog, and these trips are expensive, I'd be like, man, man, I should have pulled out. Yeah. 
would have been one less ticket. <laughs> one less ticket. Oh, my God. I should have pulled out. This is insane. But with your scenario, what I'm hearing, you got what we call, what's the word for her that I want to use? Give me a second. She's unpredictable. And by her being unpredictable, she is scary. And let me tell you what that means. Unpredictable women can get you in a lot of trouble. See, if you let her in that house, see, I'm scared to let her in your home because if it doesn't work out, she's going to be hard to get rid of. That's the same thing. I mean, everybody then said, but... I mean that was even that was after we broke up, but everybody said the same thing. Like, if imagine if you, cause you know she don't want to break up now. Like she's still trying. Right. You know? So they saying if it's like that now, you're asking her for space. Imagine how it'd be if y'all in the same house and she don't have nowhere to go. Right. And right now she got her own apartment, but she's trying to like basically say to me, oh you, you know, like cause her apartment ain't in like the best neighborhood, but she's been living there for like three, you know, three, four years and no problem. Right. Because now, mm-hmm. now cause we broke up, she's like, oh, you leaving, you leaving us in the slums. You leaving me and my kids <laughs> in the slums and like doing all that. I'm like, bruh, but it's see, really not the slums. Is... You've been straight here for the last three years. You know, I didn't, move, I didn't move in here with you. Like, right. I don't but know. See, Myself so wasn't many, even there. <laughs> there's so many scenarios on this. And this is what I want men to see and women. You ready? Yeah. See, even though she lives on that block and she knew where she lived, you knew where she lived too. Yeah. So when you drive down on a woman's block or a man's block and they in a fucked up neighborhood and you have a baby with that person, you wasn't thinking about your future. You wasn't thinking about how your life is about to go another direction and be positive, but yet here I am fucking with a woman that we got to be pretty much uncomfortable a little bit. So when you're going over the house, parking your nice car down the street, (laughs) you know, laying in her bed, fucking the hell out of her. She's sucking your dick. You're trying to be quiet because the other baby in the other room, everything was cool and she was still crazy. But you did the right thing. You grew and you're leaving her, but you should have never came in her and got her pregnant because you could have had a clean getaway. Yeah. Then I have to speak from her part as well. She has an eight-year-old kid. The father ain't around. She's getting child support. Yeah. Now she got another baby with you, mm-hmm. right? And if it doesn't work out, that's two baby daddies and two kids. So she's kind of fucked in a way because yeah. the next nigga who meets her, see, any man that dates a woman, really, they got two kids on two different niggas, really don't really give a fuck about himself. <laughs> because why would you meet a woman that got two kids on two different niggas and you, you're going to put yourself in a financial strain? See, a man that comes out, even though you take care of your kids, and even though the other nigga take care of his kid, a man, when he meets a woman with children, knows he has to chip in with the kids as well. Yeah. He got, that's, just, that's just what men do. 
If not, you just a bump in the house living off the mom because the nigga ain't got nowhere to go. But what I'm trying to say to niggas to prevent this, why are you even going that direction? Because let's say you got five, 6000 in the bank. If you need a woman that got two kids and you might have a kid of your own, consider that $6,000 going in less than a few months. Oh, I don't I experience this because it, it went from me, you know, because you don't got to pay for the baby. Like, you know, he ain't, he ain't eating in no restaurant. So I don't, right. I don't see the difference from me just paying for me doing wherever I want to, you know, all three of us yeah. going like, shit, we can't go to the same yeah. spot no more. Exactly. Not every day and trying to save, you know, for no house. Right. And that's what I mean. So what we're going to do now is play the hand that you dealt. See, we don't, we don't talk about all the scenarios, right? We talked about her yelling. We talked about her mom being a second wife. We talked about your family taking you guys on the trip. We talked about how you need your space. So now here's the meat of our conversation, and this is called playing the hand that you dealt. See, when you play the hand that you dealt, you can't, you can't live in a fairy tale. There's no gray and black areas just real from here on. And what you got to decide is, well, you ain't got to decide. We're going to decide right now. We want you to try to see if you can work it out with her. Just one more shot. And you're going to tell her one more shot. And you tell her if it works out in about a year, two years, you can move in with me because you can't. You can't be. It can't be no six months. See, anybody can act good. Anybody can act good for six months. Anybody can act good for six months. But you want a year, two years. One, you get your own space, have your own time, right? Right. You teach her spot. You guys still date, but you, when you leave her place, you go to your house. When she comes to your house, she goes to her place, and everybody has their own spot. Right. And that's the best thing for, I'm talking about fuck her right now. I'm talking about for you because you're the one that called me. Yeah. It's for you. I want you to have your space. So she can come over. She can even spend the night sometimes. But then she got to go home. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's it. See, and I'm going to tell you what she's going to say. So she, because I didn't already said that, because that's uh-huh. what I told her. I said we can just take a break. I said because she, she like, okay, for for how long? And I said, no, nah, we're not gonna put no time on it, because then right. she's gonna be doing it for that time. And then as soon as that, she's gonna be like, okay, so now it's time to move yeah. in, like no matter what. So I'm telling her no time. So she like, oh, that's not right for the family. Uh, are you making us wait? You don't know how long. You gonna leave us over here? And basically, she's trying to say she ain't gonna be able to pay her rent now. And all this, if I when I leave, but I was I was never like like I was helping her with the rent, but mm-hmm. I wasn't like paying the whole thing. But then like I told her when I first moved in, I said, you know, I'm saving for this house, so I'm not gonna be paying the the rent and all that like that. I was like, I'll help, you know, but I'm trying to save for this crib. And so I told her before I even came. And so then like, but yeah, I still but helped her with like I still gave her money on the on the rent, mm-hmm. like the rent eight hundred. I I might have gave her five a couple times, you know, right eight. So then, like in the in the six months, and then like the other months, I help her with the with the gas and the and the uh, you mm-hmm. know and the lights and shit. So, All like, right, I so this is what I want you to do. 
Okay, I'm going to show you what to do. How much your mortgage going to be? Uh, 1200 All right. So really your mortgage now is going to be 1450 because you're going to give her $250 towards rent. That's what I want you to do. Yeah. You're going to give her 250 towards rent, and you go get your kids clothes. Now, what I mean, the state's between you and me. Mm-hmm. you got to hook up. If you got a hookup where you can get the clothes for free or whatever, you get your kids clothes. Your mom is even getting the clothes. Your uncle, cool. You just give it to her. And like, I got this for my man. Or when you pick him up, you can take him shopping. Yeah. But don't tell her you're going to give her 250 Just give yeah. the 250 every month, right? Just right. say, hey, this is you I was thinking about. On some player shit. You know, you stop by the house, you got the car still running, right? The car yep. outside, the music is on. You run it up to the steps, bringing the bus in there. Hey, what's up? Hey, I just wanted to give you two fifty for a rent. You know, make sure you put that towards rent, and I'll call you later. And just leave. Get back in the car, pull over. Hit a slide. Trust me when I tell you. And you just do that. <laughs> just do that every month and break her off two fifty. Two things happen here. You keep her happy, right? She mm-hmm. has a little peace of mind. And if things start changing as time move on, you still get the fucker. Yeah. And that's all you're doing. You just put, you just put, you just, that's your, that's your insurance. And it's a thing called CYA. Cover your ass. Yeah. And that's all you're doing. That's the hand you're going to play. Because here's the thing. She could go out and meet another nigga and get right and start looking even better before you had her, right? Yeah. But if you pay the two fifty, you hit it every now and then, not getting her pregnant again. Nah. nah and you not take your time. You can see the two fifty keeps is a pacifier. You keep her in her spot. That's why you exactly. do that. You don't want her coming late. So you can say, no, I'm going to take you home because I got things to do. No, nothing's wrong. I just I just want to be by myself. I and understand. But look, let me yeah. tell you, I offered to give her three hundred a month already. Mm. I, told her, I told her I'll give you three a month since you said you can't. Because first she tried to say, well, because, you know, I watched her son. And now right. I was telling her I watch him. But I was like, but every weekend, if we're not together, I'm not going to be watching him every weekend. I'm right. like, but I, I help you out when you need it, you know? And then so she tried to turn it, oh, you, you know, you don't like him and all this. I'm like, no, it's not that. I'm just saying, like, if we're not together, that's not that's not really my responsibility to right. watch him every weekend. But I definitely right. will help you out. You know, I'm with that. And then so she just basically was like, oh, you just trying to you just trying to give me 300 and just leave us in the slums. Listen, like I can see she's a great manipulator, right? I can see it. She's a great manipulator. Just get yeah. up. Every time she starts that manipulating shit, get off the phone. That's going to be your tactic for now. you got to get off the phone. Your phone dropped. You lost the signal. Whatever you got to do to break the momentum. Of. See when, you know how when a boxer is getting ready to lose a fight, he grabs yeah. the opponent? Yeah. Well, when she starts talking shit, the phone gets disconnected or you just hang up. He's like, oh, I was driving somewhere and I lost the signal. That stops the momentum. 
and then you really get back on the phone and talk in 15, 20 minutes, it's never going to be Listen to what I'm telling you, fam. It's never going to be the same conversation. Even though she's going to text me as soon as if I hang up, she's going to text yeah, me the whole you, 15 minutes yeah, until, but, until I answer. But when that happens, right, cut the phone off as well for about 30, 40 minutes and then call her back and say, oh, my phone had died. I'm sorry, my phone died. Trust me, all you want to do is break the momentum. You no. want to break the momentum. That's all, that's all you're doing. She's going to, the conversation's still going to be the same. She's going to still talk about it, but it's not going to be as intense. No, you're right. I hope you believe in me, fam. You, you no, I believe it. You've been on my podcast. I, man, I've listened to every single one since the jump. You already know. And I, I tell the truth, you know, I know what I'm talking I swear to you, I know what I'm talking about. When I don't know what I'm talking about, I stay quiet because I yep. listen and I pay attention. But when I know what I'm talking about, I give it my everything in my heart, everything I've ever learned in life, I share it. And this is what I'm sharing with you. I know if you pull this off this way, you win, and it buys you your two years. So like I said, you don't give a fuck if she say you don't love us no more. Let that go and wait it out the other. Just keep bringing the 250. Yeah. That's it. Bitch, I don't give a fuck what you feel, but here's 250. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You don't love us no more, bitch. I don't. I, that that I, that ain't even on my mind. But here's two fifty. You not gonna babysit? No, bitch. I told you I'm not gonna babysit. But here's two fifty. She ain't gonna turn it down. Nah, she ain't gonna turn it down for sure. I tell you that right now, she ain't gonna turn it down. Nah, that's for sure. That's for sure, my nigga. Keep giving that motherfucker two fifty, and on just some occasions, guess what? You're going to throw in the extra $50. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, I had a little extra money. You know, here's $300. You good? I'll take the pay right now. Here's take the 300 They just leave. Yeah. Remember, she's young. This shall pass one day. Yeah. She's in her 20s. She hasn't learned much yet. She doesn't have a lot. See, a woman can open up a lace at 16 and get pregnant and don't have no motherfucking wisdom whatsoever. And hopefully we say that character and experiences catches up. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. But since you're the mature one, since you get in the house, you work the hard, you come from a good background, you, you, you got the wrong woman pregnant. Right? Yeah. And it's okay. I'm being honest. You got the you you fucked somebody. You didn't know who you was fucking. That's it See? right there. Cause it wasn't crazy like that at first. Right. No, but I mean you didn't know who you was fucking. You didn't take the time to do your due diligence. You didn't take your time that when you drove down her block for the first time and you saw where she lived, you should have said to yourself, "I'm never coming back around here no more." But because <laughs> you didn't have a place to lay your head. With a bitch, she did have her shit together, right? So disrespect mm-hmm. when I say this, you took advantage of her because it was easy access for you. you had a place to stay. You, it gave you a slight independence as a man. 
So he was fucking her. Everybody was happy. All y'all was happy in that motherfucking house. You know, you had extra money. You were saving. She was happy because you was in the house. All the bills was paid. Yeah. You know, you were, you were in the bathroom, uh, shitting on shitting, and then on the phone texting, just comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> 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 never lie. <laughs> you know, so you took advantage of a situation, and I'm not against it, but this is the consequences that you pay when you don't look at the big picture, when you don't look down the field. So you took advantage of her, you got her pregnant, and you got the wrong bitch pregnant. Yeah. And that's just the facts. Now, you're going to love your child. You're going to do your child right. But this is what I mean. You're going to play the hand that you dealt. And playing the hand that you dealt is you got a crazy bitch who's emotional, but she's a youngster. You're going to give her the 250 to $300,000. You're going to, when she starts that talking, that crazy shit, the phone is stuff going to cut off, or you're going to say, I got to call you back. And you're not going to allow her to use words like the family or you don't want to babysit my son because you don't like him no more. Bitch, I don't give a fuck about none of that. But here's 250. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a plan, shit. I'm about here's to try that. Yeah, you're going to do all right. You got my number. Stay in touch with me. That's what you got to do. And, you know, I wish you the best. And, you know, like I always say, may your pain be champagne, my nigga. And remember one thing. Know who you're fucking. Just don't be coming at any girls. You're out your fucking mind. <laughs> you know, you're laughing, but it's really a sad I know. Situation. I know. That's why all I can do is laugh because I done already went through that when I just sat there like, damn. Right. <laughs> You know, passed that part. <laughs> yeah, you passed that part. You're absolutely right. You passed that part. So raise your son right. Treat him well with a lot of love and respect for him. And make sure when he's turned five or six years old, you put him in karate school. All kids today should learn how to fight. And if you teach him karate till you, this is what I'm telling you, you put him into karate till he gets a black belt. When he becomes a black belt, you put him into boxing. Okay, two things you do for him here. You teach him to be independent because one day he'll be able to open up his own practice that he can teach karate to other kids and make a living. Yeah, you're right. Easy, it's just cold, brother. This, what I just gave you is is priceless. Yeah, I'm gonna take it too. I'm gonna take it too as soon as he turns five. Turning five, he goes to karate school until he becomes a black belt. He still stays. He after he gets his belt, he still does karate. But then right. now you put him in the boxing to learn how to box. When you're traveling in the world, when you're at work, you're gonna feel comfortable knowing that your son can protect himself. Yeah, you're right. It's important because there's so many haters in the world today. And you and enough parents 
there's not enough parents to teach their children about self-defense and how to protect themselves. They just like, oh, you're just going to have to wing it. But if he, if he, he got that black belt, he know how to box one, it, it takes his mind to a whole nother level to be better and to be superior. And then you teach him the same thing I'm telling you. Know who you fucking. And tell guys to look for things. When you turn a corner, yo, like I said, and the bitch live in a neighborhood that you that you don't really want to live in, it ain't even worth trying to take advantage of them dogs. Yeah. Yeah, you're but right. You, but you had easy pussy. And you took advantage of it. You was fucking her every night. <laughs> wasn't thinking about this shit though. She was Hell no. Every night. Wasn't thinking. Wasn't, I already know. Probably yeah. some nice sperm, juicy titties and shit. Feeling good. See, because when something about bitches who ain't got a lot, just like niggas who ain't got a lot. Know how to fuck real good, am I right? I know she yeah. how to fuck. <laughs> I know she yeah, does. Yeah, it's you know motherfuckers who ain't got a lot of money will fuck the hell out of you, boy. <laughs> well, fuck the hell out of you. Because you can really get a rich bitch too, right? And the bitch yeah. does. It's like fucking a corpse. Yeah, hella boring. Hella boring. So this is what life's about. Life is, like I said, hand that you dealt. So you're going through your life lessons. You're going through your life lessons, and hopefully you learn something from this. Hopefully you take what I told you and apply it. And give her a chance, but give her a chance following this blueprint right now. Right. And what if she don't, what if she don't? The only thing, what if she ain't with it? Like, oh, I can't be waiting that long and all that. No, no, no. She's not the type of person you tell. Don't tell her what you're doing. Just tell her I need space. Exactly. No, you ain't got to say none of that. Just say it's all going to work out. But you can't give her information because she twists it once she hears it. She takes the information you give her and she flips it. And that's all the questions are. So the less information you give her, the better. Both for y'all to be. She can't get on your nerves and she can't figure nothing out. Yeah, you ain't lying. All right, I got you. Yeah, don't that tell her sense. shit. Yeah, yeah don't I'm tell like, her shit. Well, if I say that, she's going to be awful. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you make it a family's basis long and all that. She's right. jumping back to that. Yeah, but if you don't tell her nothing, she can't use nothing against you. It's just like when you get arrested. They say don't tell the cop shit, and then when you do talk, they use that same shit against you to lock you up for life. Yep. Same thing with her. When you tell her shit, she uses it against you. Learn to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And move at your pace. Make your moves until you're ready. And when you see that she's right, I'm how old is she? Twenty seven. She we just, we just, uh we the same age. She just like a month okay. and a half or a month younger. Listen, she won't be ready to move in your house until she's about thirty, thirty one. Yeah. I'm telling you now. That's she got about right. Yep. 
She'll be a lot more mature than she is now. Thirty, thirty-one. And you stay in touch with me and let me know what's going on as much as you can. You know, every few weeks, every six months or whatever, I would like yeah. to see how this is working out. What city are you in? No, I'm out here in Sac, man, California. Oh, I love Sacramento back in the day. I used to live in Santa Rosa. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, way back in the day. Way back in the day in Santa Rosa. So there was some good times. And um, Sac is just a good... Sac is good. So I know a lot of people that went to Sac State. Yeah. But I also know them niggas up there, like Oakland and motherfucking Chicago. Yep. All right, then. Yep, I know that, too. Man, Sac on a whole nother level, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Sac Riddle on a whole nother motherfucking level. But you know what? When I sit and talk to you guys around the world, I really, I didn't know how much I have lived, right? Right. And when I talk, I'm like, wow, I really have almost an answer for everything. So I'm just blessed that I've I've obtained all this knowledge and didn't know it. For real, I've been listening. You've been dropping dimes every time. Yeah, it's a true blessing. And And I thank you guys, too for looking, calling me and having me reach out that you respect and trust what I'm, what I'm about to tell you guys. It really, it's really an honor to um, know that people respect my wisdom and the knowledge that I drop. So I want to thank you as well because when I talk to you, I hear myself talking, and I'm really thankful that I can give um, – this type of information. So I wish you the best. Remember what I told you, Sam. And remember, don't let nobody fuck up your future. Don't let don't let the baby, don't let sex come in your life and and mislead you, so to speak. You're twenty right. something years old. Live this life, yo, live. You hear me? Yeah, man, I got to. I got to you. Yes, sir. May your pain be champagne. Talk to you soon. Appreciate it, bro. Yes, sir. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Jonathan Mena, executive produced by Charlemagne the God, music by Lando Beats. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production. <laughs>